In this bulletin, flood evacuation orders issued for the New South Wales town of Forbes. Ukraine's president says the liberation of the city of Kherson is the beginning of the end of the war. And in sport, a Qatari LGBT activist has told SBS he fears protests during the FIFA World Cup will lead to retaliation. Hello from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. Up to 600 homes in and around the New South Wales town of Forbes are expected to experience flooding and inundation over the coming days. Emergency evacuation orders have been issued with people told to leave Forbes today or risk being cut off. The Lachlan River is rising faster than expected. Water levels are expected to peak at 10.8 metres on Wednesday, similar to the level reached in the June 1952 flood. Minister for Urgency Emergency Services, Steph Cook says it's devastating for the community. I'd like to acknowledge uh, that this just isn't people's houses. These are people's homes. It's their belongings, it's their memories, it's their livelihoods and it's their futures. Uh, and everyone across New South Wales today is thinking of the communities right across the Central West uh, where we've seen inundation in many communities including Canoundra, Yugara and Molong. Uh, we are um, deploying as many resources as we possibly can. Ms Cook says 70 local government areas are the subject of a natural disaster declaration as a result of this event, which is now in its 63rd day. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and Chinese President Xi Jinping are meeting today on the sidelines of the G20 summit in Bali. It will be the first time since 2016 that an Australian and Chinese leader have had a one-on-one -on -one meeting. Mr Albanese has said he's looking forward to having a constructive dialogue. China has said it's ready to meet Australia halfway. Meanwhile, US President Joe Biden has had face-to-face -face talks of his own with China's president on the sidelines of the G20 summit. The three-hour meeting aimed to ease tensions between the two economic superpowers, which has threatened to spiral into a new Cold War. Mr Biden says it was an important and candid conversation. President Xi acknowledged the strain between the two countries in recent months, saying it was vital to chart the right course for the US-China relationship. Ukraine's president has made a surprise visit to the southern city of Kherson days after it was recaptured from Russian forces. Volodymyr Zelensky met with Ukrainian troops in the city centre. He then gave a speech congratulating soldiers for recapturing Kherson, the first major city to fall to Russia back in March. He said the liberation of the city marks the beginning of the end of the war. This resident says it's a significant visit by the president. We were liberated and he came immediately. It's important to know that he doesn't abandon us. He is humane. He cares about his people. Before he arrived in the city, Mr Zelensky claimed hundreds of war crimes have been uncovered in areas abandoned by Russian forces. AGL shareholders have elected all four of climate activist investor Mike Cannon-Brooks nominated board directors. Media outlets are reporting former Energy Security Board Chair Kerry Schott, Swinburne University Chancellor John Pollers, CSR Director Christine Holman and former Tesla Energy Director Mark Twiddell have won the election as independent directors. It comes as a major blow to Australia's largest electricity company and largest company 
carbon emitter. The co-founder and CEO of Atlassian, Mr Cannon Brooks, has been fighting for AGL shareholders to exit from coal-fired power. In sport, Qatari LGBT activist Dr Nas Mohammed has told SBS News he fears protests during the FIFA World Cup will lead to retaliation against the local gay community by authorities. Same-sex activity is illegal in Qatar and punishable by years in prison. Coming out meant Mr Nas Mohammed had to leave his life in Qatar and his family, but this has allowed him to speak out for Qataris who cannot. FIFA and the local organising committee insist everyone is welcome for the tournament, while Dr Mohammed thinks it's unlikely visiting LGBT fans will be targeted by authorities. Given the world is watching, he's concerned protests during the World Cup could have severe consequences for the local gay community when the tournament ends. If you go and poke really abusive, authoritative regime and then go home, they're going to turn back and take the retaliation on the local community. So protesting there is just slapping them on the face and leaving. And although it may feel really gratifying, and trust me, I'm really upset at them myself. They have cost me everything I have. Um, That just is not uh, productive. And it can really hurt innocent people. That's the latest from the SBS newsroom. And remember to check out our suite of podcasts, including The Too Hard Basket, On the Money and SBS News In Depth. (laughs) 